Hashem continues in the seventh Aliyah, we continue Hashem's conversation with Avram about the bris, the bris milah. Hashem says, I will also maintain another aspect of my covenant between you and me and your descendants after you as an everlasting covenant. And that will be that your descendants will remain true to the divine mission with you, which you inculcate into them. And thus I will be able to be a God to you and to your descendants after you. And I will give the land that you're staying in, the entire land that can. It's just amazing how many times Hashem repeats and how central of a theme this idea of us receiving the Holy Land is. Everlasting heritage to you and your descendants after you. And here in this land, I will be a God unto them. But I will not be openly manifesting my special relationship between myself and your descendants if when they live outside the Promised Land. God further says to Avram, and as for you, What's your obligation in this relationship? You keep my covenant. You and your descendants after you throughout the generations. And that is all the current members of your household and all your descendants after you to circumcise every male amongst you. Circumcise the flesh of the foreskin and this will be a covenantal sign between me and you. For all generations, every male born amongst you will be circumcised when he's eight days old. You're 99, but there'll be eight, including every male born to a non-Jewish bondswoman if she's part of the Jewish household. Whether she was, whether the baby was conceived when she was already owned by your household or whether she was bought for money um, from a stranger who's not one of your descendants while she was, pre- while she was already pregnant. In contrast, any male born in your household who was of a non-Jewish woman who was not bought as a bondswoman, but only her offspring were bond servants, um, and any non-Jewish male brought with your money must surely be circumcised immediately upon purchase, even if they're older or younger than eight days old. Basically, anybody in your household has to be circumcised. My covenant will thus be in your flesh as an everlasting covenant. An uncircumcised male who will not circumcise himself before they reach maturity, their soul will be cut off from the people, they will die prematurely and childless, quite harsh. Hashem says to Avram, now regarding Sarai, your wife, I don't want you to call her Sarai anymore, meaning my princess, the ruler of only my kingdom, but Sarah, the noun, the princess, not my princess is her name, She will also be the mother of many nations. However, unlike you, I will remove the letter from her name, which is now unrelated by Avram. He just got added a hey, but the other letter stayed. Over here, we change the yud to a hey. In your case, the fact that you remain the ruler of Aram does not limit your greatness. In her case, saying my princess and that she's only my princess is is, is not a positive. Therefore, I must remove the letter, but in the future, who will I add it to? another leader of the Jewish people, and that is Joshua. Originally his name was Hoshea, and eventually his name was added to Yehosh. The letter Yud was added to make him Yehoshua. God should help him. I will bless her by restoring her youth, youthful biology, and she will also give you a son from her. I will give you a son from her. I will also bless her with abundant lactation. She'll be able to nurse him. She will give rise to nations. Kings of people will issue from her. This time, Avram throws himself in the face of joy, not that of shock, and laughs in joy, saying to himself, wow, 
previous generations indeed had children at this age, times of Adam and Noah. But nowadays, were it not for God, would a child be born to a 100-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman? And Avram says to Sarah, to, uh, sorry, says to Hashem, I am unworthy of such a miracle. Lu Yishmael I'll be content if only Yishmael will survive and succeed me. Hashem says, still, Sarah, your wife, will indeed give you a son, and you must name him Yitzchak. Yitzchak will mean laugh, will laugh. The numerical value of the letters of his name will allude to the ten trials which I will test you. Yitzchak, Yud, ten trials. Tzadik is 90 years of Sarah. Chet is the eight days they'll have a bris. And Kuf, a hundred, is the age that you will have the baby. Now, although it may seem that I applied my covenant to all your descendants, including Yishmael's offspring, or any other children, because I've ended up having six other children later on, I now clarify that this covenant is specifically with Yitzchak, for his descendants after him. Regarding Yishmael, that you said that you want him to survive you, I've heard you. I will bless him. I will make him fruitful and extremely numerous. He will father 12 princes, and I'll make him into a great nation. And I will maintain my covenant with Isaac, who you conceive, who you will conceive after your circumcision, and who will be holy when Sarah will bear him to you at this time in a year. Only Isaac's descendants will be required to circumcise himself, and just as I promised to multiply Ishmael's descendants, I will multiply Isaac's as well, even greater. Hashem was directly above Avram when he was communicating with him. Because Avram was so such a good vehicle for Hashem's holiness and for his revelation. When he was when he finished speaking to him, Hashem's presence ascended from resting above from above Avram and goes up and leaves. Avram consults with his allies. If you remember, we spoke earlier in the parsha. He had allies, Anar, Eshkel, and Mamre, three brothers, about circumcising himself. So he wanted to hear their advice. Aner says to him, you're almost 100 years old. Why would you inflict such pain? Eshkel says to him, why would you make yourself distinguishable in front of your enemies? But Mamre says, God protected you in the fiery furnace during the famine. How can you not obey him? And Avram heeds the advice. Avram then takes Yishmael, his son, and all those born in his house. By this stage, Yishmael was 13, and he circumcises all their flesh, as Hashem had spoken. Hashem, he does this in broad daylight, being afraid neither of the pagans nor of the scoffers, so that no one should be able to say that they could have prevented him. And, you know, if only we knew we would prevent him. No, I'll do it in public. After circumcising them, he circumcises himself. Avram was 99 years old. When he was about to circumcise himself, it suddenly occurred that he might not, might, might not be able to hold the knife steadily because of his advanced age. So Hashem steadies his hand. Since Avram was already an old man, he did not have to peel back the layer um, of, the, of the foreskin. It's been worn away. He just had to cut the foreskin away. In contrast, Yishmael was 13 years old, so he did have to do the upper layer, as Rashi says. And on that very day, Avram turned 39, Ishmael turned 13, it was their birthday. Avram was circumcised along Ishmael's son. And all the children, men of the household, homeborn or brought for money from a stranger, were circumcised with him. And thus ends the story of Lech Lecha, the first parsha that focuses fully on Avram, the story of Avram up to the Brismila.